Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. <laughs> I'm Daniel. I'm Cody. Let's get to know each other. Take off your pants and your panties and shit on the floor because we're about to get shwifty. So, oh, and I already got one. Boom. Okay. We're counting our swears for mm-hmm. this one because we're trying to make our other show clean. Speaking of which, follow us on Facebook at WDMR Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at WDMR Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at When Daniel Met Rich. My apologies. I screwed that up in the first part. Uh, like and subscribe on f- YouTube, uh, Instagram, WDMR Podcast. I think that's all of the social meds. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, people could comment on YouTube as well. I'd yes. like to remind everyone, uh, have conversations with us. Okay. Yes. Uh, let us know how terrible the show is. Yep. Feedback is good. We only get better if we know what you hate. And we'll promptly tell you to fuck right off. That as well. <laughs> I was ready to spend that. This I think great. you have more. You have more than I do. Did well, you count? At the last count, I had more <laughs> than you did. Well, how but many on does the last Cody? Episode, no. Cody's going to need the I most. I had the last. most last time. True. Yes. Well, you explain Seven. to everyone what we're doing with the Legos. So we have these. We each have these little Lego pieces. I have. Clear yellow round pips. Daniel has red round caps. And Cody has gray round caps. Gray and uninteresting, just like me. So these were actually just the smallest pieces that I had a boatload of. So this is how we're counting our swears. Every time we swear, we drop one in the jar. At the end of the show, we will count them up. And the goal is to have a bigger pile in front of you than and that's part of the game. We always end up holding yeah. hands in our recording We sessions. do. We do. Because we're lovers, not fighters. We want to be better about the swear words, at least in the nerd archive, and we're going to yeah. practice here. Because if we can get a, if we can get away you know, with not yeah. cussing here, why couldn't yeah. we do it for the nerd archive? Yeah. I did really well last week. Yes. You did, you did. great last week. You did awesome week. last week. Yes, you did. I did actually pretty good this week. I'm kind of yeah. happy with myself. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You had, no, you had a whopping two. Yeah. Jeez. As long as I... Uh, to correct talent. Man, yeah. uh, Brian's had like 30 seconds of screen time in the last episode and he's tied. <laughs> yeah. He knocked out two like in one solid rant. It was pretty nice. Yeah, pretty anyway, much. That's for you. That's a gift. Anyway. I thought you spilled like Just another gift. <laughs> oh. Nice. Him, no, that was, uh, that was definitely no, a fart. That was my asshole talking shit behind my back. Poopies. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but you counted them, right? Because I think you have more than me. I don't. Does that count as a swear word? Jesus just Christ. saying those words? Yeah. No. I don't know. Okay, let's not. Let's not. It kind of. It, let's use words how we want to use them. In the strictest sense, it does, I guess, because it's using the Lord's name in vain. But yeah, whatever. but I don't. I don't drink that Kool Aid. Yeah, I don't know that a lot of our listeners listeners would. do. Would, I mean, that would be okay if they. Let don't. us know if you do. I mean, we respect yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, we respect it. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> is damn it a cuss word? Anyway, <laughs> is damn it? Are we? Yes. No. Okay. Yes. Yes. yes, it is. No, Can we no, define this before we get started, really quick? What's our, Let okay, us know start. if Jesus Christ or God damn it are swears on or what about Facebook, damn. Twitter, or Instagram, or the YouTube comments. Is fucking the dictionary? Yes. Boom. Okay. Okay. So if anyway. it's in the dictionary, it's still. As a derogatory term? Doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. All right. I don't know that Oxford is really keeping up with that sort of thing. You've corralled your pips. Very nice. Anyway. I have one more. So, <laughs> nice. 
So this this episode, we're going to get into the deeper philosophical uh, ideas behind some of the pop culture things, namely time travel here. Because in uh, previous episodes, we've talked about, you know, space god and aliens. Uh, yeah, that was tough because, man, that was a lot yeah. to do at once. And in that came up ghosts, and that brought me around to my thoughts and theories on time travel. Right. Which I wanted to share with you guys. And we've seen plenty of examples in our... In our pop culture, you know, the paradoxical, paradoxical time travel, such as Bill and Ted or mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. There's the alternate dimension time travel, well, as featured in Doctor Who, for the most part. Because when you're traveling back who? in time. Exactly. Because I don't the know. Doctor. Because I don't watch Doctor Who. I don't either. Continue. When you travel back in time, you actually go to an alternate dimension. Cool. And so, there's those things. Right. Um there's the idea that uh, was put forth in Harry Potter and other different time travel mediums, which is uh, when you go back in time, you don't change anything. Everything happens as it was supposed to. It was already happening. And so. Hashtag time turner. Yep. Hashtag the cursed child. Why do we hashtag things we hate? A- a- hashtag I something I'm not going to. I prefer gonna... Octothorpe. Thank you very much. Anyway. <laughs> Hashtag another thing you can't lend Cody because he has too much of your shit already. Mm-hmm. I do. Hey, <laughs> oh, pip, I said. Oh. Pip, pip. Anyway. Pip my ride, so, Daniel. Shit's my favorite word. I've just been saying it so much one that I did, did. Um, that I like, you know, um, I just keep saying it. I don't know. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a bad boy, guys. Nah, well, Time travel. You know, this is the show for it. Sorry. Anyway. So, a while back I had developed a idea of time travel in that you could travel to any point in the past Mm -hmm. because each moment of time pretty much stacks upon itself. So if you imagine all of this moment Mm -hmm. as one flat plane. Yes. And then the next moment stacks on top and the next moment stacks on top. You could speed up your mind enough to get back to that point. Get back to any point. Rewind it fast enough. Yes. Hypothetically. Yes. So, in theory, we are all time traveling all the time in memory. Fair. That makes sense. So, right. as, we, as we go back and do our thoughts and think back on time and everything, we'll replay events. Oh, so it's an introduction is how the mind perceives time, additionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... I'm going to bring this around to ghosts, too, okay? Because we were mm-hmm. talking about ghosts and... The idea of temporal displacement. Right. And that someone experiences something so traumatic that they are then locked in that moment. And other people can perceive them as ghosts or whatnot. Yeah, which is cool. Didn't you have an aspect of that that was also about deja vu or was that? Yes, it relates. But before I get too, too deep into that, what is your preferred theory on time travel oh man i think that space and time being relative is my favorite one um and the idea that you can leave and come back now there's a movie called interstellar yes i haven't seen it but i heard that there was you know some very interesting like things about it and i heard a really cool thing about that movie that um what uh they they leave and come back for a quick visit and what was like five minutes to them was like 30 years to a guy they left yeah. behind and mm-hmm. he went nuts yeah on his own i really need to watch that movie but you it, do need it, to watch that movie i will on. lend it to you oh you have it yes yay okay cool so um, that and john wick you're borrowing yeah because he won't watch it because he's got 
I don't even know if I should Cody give you Godzilla. Cody has the movie backlog, so yeah, let yeah, him it. let him get through what he's got, and then we'll lend it to him. It's yep. true. So yeah, no, I need to definitely watch Interstellar, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, in in terms of that, I would really like to think that you could also uh, how time travel will happen eventually. I do feel like has a, a large amount of to to do with space okay. more than anything. If they are relative now. The issue is going backwards more than anything, right? Because when you go and come back, you wouldn't think, oh, if I come back fast enough, time will be rewinded a thousand years. You know what I mean? But who's to say that with time, with space travel, that doesn't come? If you find the means by which to travel fast enough, is if, if we find things with increased velocity, right? We find a way to get to Mars in a fashionable um, amount of time, right? Right. And then from there, we continue to get better. I like to think of it also as like the Mass Effect relay in Mass Effect. If we found some kind of uh, way to go faster and faster and faster and faster and faster, who's to say we couldn't get through time fast enough backwards? In the same way that, for instance, antimatter exists. The, uh, the particle collider at um, CERN in Switzerland has to this day, like, as a fact, has created antimatter, which is moving particles fast enough and hard enough that it went into the opposite. Right. A speck also has the force of a nuclear bomb of said antimatter. So for that reason, I think that if you, if we harness that kind of energy, um, that, you know, without exploding ourselves first, because <laughs> this is going to happen, <laughs> um... I think that space is going to have, a, you know, space technology is going to have a large part in us being able to go backwards. That makes sense. In time. <clears throat> All right. I love that you brought that up because it just solidifies my argument on the Star Trek Lost. Anyway. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what he's mentioning there, go and listen to the Nerd Archive this week. Yes. That sucks for you because Lost has flashbacks, flash forwards, and flashes sideways. Sideways. I don't care about either one. Of those that topics. has absolutely nothing to do with antimatter. Anyway, all right. What was the Cody, question? Your preferred time travel methodology. I like the Harry Potter method because then nothing changes, and I don't have to worry about messing anything up. Don't have to worry about becoming your own grandpa. Exactly. Nice. I'm looking at you, Michael J. Fox. There we go. <laughs> Very nice. Because of the DeLorean, or. Because it really matters. All right. I'm just saying. Anyways, you can't bring up Michael J. Fox in a time travel argument and not start talking about the DeLorean. Okay. I love the theory online that Doc Brown has potentially witnessed Marty dying countless times. Yeah, right. And that's why he was able to time out everything so perfectly. He so was, true. The whole reason that his DeLorean was right there at Biff's Hotel is because he saw the splatter that was Marty on the sidewalk. <laughs> also true. That probably happened. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes. It's anyway. so funny. Maybe they should so. just have an episode of Rick and Morty where it's literally, instead of Rick and Morty, it's Doc and Marty. Yes. Well, it pretty much is every episode. Right, obviously. It's just that Rick saw Morty die so many times he became an alcoholic. I'm not gonna okay. lie. 
I'd watch it. I just now realized the connection. <laughs> Are you really? And Morty and Marty. You just and Doc got, and Rick. You just. You just. I just got. now. I literally just now. <laughs> this happened. Oh my god! Just now. I saw that immediately, and that was what initially turned me off to Rick and Morty. It took me until midway through season two to get on board with Rick and Morty because I thought that it was just going to be a bad rip-off parody of Back to the Future. And it's glorious. And it's so much better than all that. It really is. Yes. It's it's amazing. Brian, what'd you have, what'd you have buddy? Mike? Mike's not here. Yes. I mentally Mike. hurt that Daniel just figured that out, so I'm just sitting here <laughs> aghast by it all. He is taken aback. I put one of my swear words in there because I don't deserve an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm taking it back. All right. You take yeah. it back. Well, anyway. not this time. So my preferred uh, theory of time travel is the alternate dimension. Okay. So where when you're traveling back, you're actually traveling back, and whatever you do there does happen. But when you travel back to current time... Nothing can be changed, but that alternate dimension is forever altered. Okay. That way, you can still mess around with time and have no consequences. Right. In your universe. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I made this so. for you. And that's kind of what they mess around with in Doctor Who, is that it's a time and relative dimension in space. Okay. That is what TARDIS stands for. So you don't just shift through time. You shift through space, you shift through time, you shift through the relative dimension of that time. I never get into Doctor Who. It's it's a monster of the week show kind of thing. It's Makes sense. it's fun. It's good times. Anyway. So um but with that and what if time travel actually does exist and we're experiencing it as paranormal phenomena? Such as ghosts deja vu feeling i think you know what? i went first last time you go cody oh go ahead no you go it's gonna take me some time to formulate my thoughts go well, let me, okay let me That's expand on it a little bit here okay um there was a, i know exactly what i want to say okay there was a haunting in indiana mm-hmm. and this was not a malicious haunting no it was just you walked into this room in this dilapidated abandoned building and you would occasionally see a man at a writing desk or you would see maids walking through the halls okay. or whatever. And there was really nothing malicious to it. It was just this experience thing. They and just existed there. Yes. And what if those people were actually in that place at that time, hundreds of years ago, decades ago, whatever, and they just exist in that time, and every now and then it flashes into okay. current time. Which could also help with your alternate dimension yes. theory. You know, Dark they're Who. leaking. Ghost hunters say that there's like a special way that you do go back and like it, there Ghost are two different kinds of hauntings. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in October. Uh, here's the deal. Fuck so they say that Fuck those guys there's in the ass. Can I talk? Sorry. Thank you. Uh, there's two different kinds of hauntings. That there's like 
straight there's um those who live in a traumatic moment and relive that moment and then there's ones that are far more aware and they're a lot more maniacal and they're a lot more malicious in their behavior well maybe not even malicious but so much uh uh direct in their behavior as opposed to something because some people say you know they're always there at that time doing this thing or we always hear this person yelling at this time which is funny because that person died there at that time things like that right um which lends to the idea very much so that um, there there are moments in time that are just impacted maybe by the technology um, that we don't have a resource of yet, you know, um, in yep. terms of the way that you talk about, you know, we're going to discover that technology eventually and maybe we're living it right now. I think that if we are living it right now, we just haven't harnessed it yet. And that's the thing. Okay. Because I don't think that – when time travel is created, here's the deal. If time travel were so very in existence and, um, you know, manipulated and they're like, oh, wouldn't you go back in time and kill Hitler? Oh, wouldn't you stop the towers from collapsing? Um, no, because anyone who has harnessed time travel in the future has to know, look, this is, uh, time is so very, uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Delicate? Fragile? Yeah, thank yes. you, Brian. And it's so very fragile that if we were to go back and remove Hitler, who's to say we would have discovered time travel? If exactly. we went back and, you know, uh, who's to say that uh, the person who started, who had the – who's to say someone didn't have their, say, husband – I'm going out on a stretch here. Who's to say someone's husband didn't die in the Twin Towers – and then when they found love with another person, the son of that person created the first theory that actually lended to creating time travel. Things like that. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Changing right. the past. Right. I don't think we will ever know no. until we are magically brought back to life because in the future, they figured out how to bring people back to life, harness the soul, bring it out, and put it in some other, like, place where you are i think that if we do if time travel exists the only way we're going to find out is after we die and then we are suddenly brought back to life in theory time travel could have already existed but we've already fixed it so time travel never existed that too brian had something to say yo going back to going back in time and messing shit up and all that god damn i need pips now Going back to Bing, bing. Drink, everyone. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I know you didn't say anything, but I did. Anyway. Ooh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, going back in time, I've recently read a book called uh, The Strange Affairs of spring Jack. The premise of this book is that a time traveler has gone back in time to Victoria, England, to stop one of his relatives from trying to do an assassination on the king and queen of England at that time, cool. Victoria. Mm-hmm. And by going back, he messes with time so much that he actually accidentally gets the queen killed causing the, like a split dimension or a different reality to happen so, so cool. everything turns out to be more steampunk-esque okay yeah cool yeah I can so read the things bit. I'm going to have to check out yeah, yeah. very good book to travel I like it. time make sure you are certain of everything yeah well and there's no way to have that level of certainty really because it's the chaos theory and the butterfly effect is just kind of, I mean, it's a sound principle. Yeah. 
there's no telling what the effect of one little change will have on the entire outcome of time from that point forward. But what if... How did they used to treat the insane back in the day? They used to give them electroshock yeah. therapy. Lobotomies. Lobotomies. Um. But electroshock therapy, what if that provided the brain with enough juice to achieve time travel? And we're, they we're, only experience it in their own head because their, their brain is sped up enough got enough of a jolt to go forward or back. And that's why so many abandoned insane asylums are on haunting lists now. Makes sense. I love that. That actually makes a lot of sense. But also it's a place of trauma, right? It is. Which, oh, yeah. Which also, plays, it plays into both theories. Trauma in its own, yeah, exactly, yeah. might create those memories, you know, um, maybe at our further ex- furthest extent of, like, emotional capability yes that we begin to harness those things but yeah no I, I feel and i dig that yeah yeah well i mean and there's so many there's so many things related to mental health and trauma and all of that the emotional pain that people generally go through just mm. living their life and interacting with each other and everything you have but, way more pips than me <sighs> all right i'll get you more pips no don't don't do it right i'm kidding anyway but um, so, what if the in, what if people that have mental issues or say ADD and your brain is sped up to a point where you can't focus on anything? Yeah. And the solution we found is to speed it up more so that you can focus on one thing and let everything else fly past. What if? We eventually get to the point where through drugs and electrical treatment we are able to we are able to harness our minds enough for for actual time travel this sounds like an episode of rick and morty and that's why and that's why occasionally you'll get that chill up your back it's because a future you is visiting you right now Ooh, something about the moment you're experiencing is relevant to future you. <laughs> and so you sped up enough to travel back and see it again. That's so cool. That Potentially really right. Cool. Yeah. That was an idea I was working on for a uh, time travel story I was writing up. I like that a lot. A detective was able to use a combination of drugs and electricity to speed up his mind enough to travel into the past. Mm-hmm. And that was how he was able to have such a high success rate of cases because he could travel back in time and witness the event. Uh, And he starts going too far and seeing what actually happened with JFK, Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. actually happened with the the crossing of the Delaware. It was the comedian, Yes, just to clarify. JFK, who was a comedian from Watchmen. Oh, there you go. I saw the Watchmen, so I know now more than anyone. Now, the the very, (laughs) the biggest... And probably most likely scenario with JFK is that one of the Secret Service people heard the gunshot, ran to protect the president with his gun in his hand, and when he tripped on something, his gun went off and killed the president. But because he was killed by one of his own protectors, they just buried it and fed the conspiracies. I love that. And that's, you and know, that, that well, that's cool. the one that makes the most sense, really. Right? Also true. Now, here's the deal. 
I think that uh, with with I love that idea. I'm going to teach everyone what a poor man's trademark is right now. Okay. Okay. Poor, poor man's copyright. It's where you write down your idea and you mail it to yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that it's sitting there unopened. Yep. And you you have it because it'll get stamped with a date too. Yep. You should probably do that with your idea because someone's going to hear it and write the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's do that uh, right after the the episode because that's a good idea. I did that two years ago. That's so cool. Oh, good. All right, cool. Um, with this idea or a different idea? All my ideas that I want to potentially turn into something that I talk about. Right. Have you guys read 112263? Not yet. I haven't read it. I know it's like a... Don't watch the Hulu series. It's ass garbage. That's what what uh, one of our new listeners, Justin... Hi, Justin. Hi, Justin. That's what he was telling me, was that they left out so much in that series. I couldn't even finish it. You would think they would include more in a series, though. Mm -hmm. You would think they would take advantage of that. Yeah. Well, that's... And that's tough to do with a novel... Mm-hmm. Easy to do with a short story. Also true. That's why Shawshank Redemption is such an awesome short story and movie. Mm-hmm. And Needful Things is shit on both ends. Still haven't Any- seen Shawshank. Me neither. I haven't seen it either. You haven't seen Shawshank Redemption? I'm lying. Yeah, I was going to say, I know you are. I know you are. When that comes on on cable, I stop and just. Oh, another point for my lost argument. Oh. Well, you know, can't find it. Must be lost. <laughs> anyway, you kill me. I try. So, I like the idea that eventually we will figure out time travel, but we won't be able to change anything. We will just be able to bear witness. Essentially, a time museum. Yes. Okay. So we can go back and see what actually happened to Hitler if he died in that bunker. Or- if he fled to Argentina, I don't and think his we'll name. actually ever see that. To be honest with you, see what a, something like a time museum. To, okay, we right. could go back to see what actually happened to Hitler. What actually happened yeah. on September 11th. Too risky. Yeah. Actually, happened. too risky. Exactly. I, I don't think exactly. that it will that will ever be a time museum where you could just walk in and exp- and walk into these moments or anything. But I think there will be time parlors where you can go sit in a chair. Get hooked up to 120,000 volts through a breaker and take a triple dose of amphetamine. And it will speed you to the point that you can go back and witness any moment you like. Okay. Cool. But you're going to have to dress 100 years prior to the period so people, if they see you, think you're a ghost. That makes sense. Boom. Fun times. Solid. I don't know. I don't know. I could be just talking on my ass. I don't think that should count. No. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think I'm cool enough that maybe I'm just going to get old, fat, and then, like, uh, lose my hair, get gout, and then just insist that they send me back to Benjamin Franklin's time period, and it turns out I was Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> and I knew how he did all that stuff. So I was like, I'm going to create electricity. And the printing press. Ah. I think Gutenberg did it first. Mm, no. Just as long as nobody... No, he did movable uh, printing type. Yeah, exactly. Was Now, was Gutenberg, was he Was he in America? No. Okay, then yeah, no, probably not. He was not. in Austria. Is, he, was in, he was? Okay, then yeah, no. Then it was definitely um, Benjamin Franklin who did it all right the first time. Um, and not anyone in Austria. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> but Benjamin Franklin, you know, he's just, America. I don't know. You freaking patriot, you. I, w- I would go to France in that time period, too. You know what I mean? I would want to see them building the Eiffel Tower, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which I don't know what time period that so what was, would be, though. So what would be your top three moments to experience? Oh. So if you could go back in this thought experiment, you can go back and witness whatever you'd like. What would you go back and witness? Edison and Tesla. Oh, that's a good one. I, yeah, I have an obsession with Nikola Tesla and Thomas Edison. So do I. <laughs> Any, I honestly, it wouldn't matter what moment I saw as long as I got to see something from those two. Yeah. That could have played out so much better for everyone involved had Edison just supported Tesla. Because Tesla had all the ideas and Edison could sell it. Everything that we use in this room is powered by electricity that could have been free. Yep. And wireless. That is so cool. And wireless. I have all three of my moments. All right. All right. Uh, go around because I got to think more. Okay, okay so cool. Cody's that's your number one or your number three? I'm going to open it. I'm probably going to open it up for you quite a bit. Um... I want to see the creation of, uh, uh, not the creation, but the con- conception of drinking cow's milk. I want to see Whose idea which guy. That? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see a guy look both ways, get down on his hands and knees, and crawl under a cow's outer, and just like <laughs> right. He's probably starving or something, right? Or like famished or something. Right. You know, someone had to have been Necessity. like needing to survive and then noticing, hey, that cow is getting nourishment from this cat. You know, this calf is getting nourishment from its mom's udder. I'm going to go over there and drink some. And it probably tastes delicious. And they're like, actually, it worked. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it eventually became like a common, you know, household thing. I don't know how long ago that happened. I want to know when it happened, when it started. I would just go to that moment wherever it is in time because who knows where it is. True that. I think that's just kind of an innate thing amongst mammals also true because uh, back in the day were we drinking from the human breast first were we you know using the human breast to you know put milk in our cocoa well i i think australopithecus was doing it because the primates were doing and primates still do it it happens across the board you know chimpanzees feed their young from the teat well yeah obviously but do they do they do they feed their neighbor with their teat yeah they'll adopt kids no, it's not about it's not, not about, but not that's about becoming kids. about like nourishment, right? Like we are fully grown adults who drink the milk of another animal. Did it used to be back in the day that you could go to your neighbor's house cuz you know they just had a kid and being like, yo, here's well, my no, coffee. I think eventually we just drink like, we just move on up. to beer and that's it. It's kind of like, you know, we got booze now. I think you're missing the point a little bit here, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because because the I, I, No, I I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the conception in the way it arrives yeah. with with milk is my first. Can you imagine if we, if like human breast milk was at the level of cattle breast milk? Oh God, <laughs> that would be someone's what job. What if you got paid? Exactly. What if you got paid to do that? What if in an alternate reality there are just like women at like women milk walking around topless with just like pumps right? on their tits, and just, they're getting like mm, just working. <laughs> Tits doesn't count. Right, and then they have to take drug tests to make sure they're not, like, taking hormones. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To make the milk better. (laughs) Nice. Would they have to constantly be pregnant? Not necessarily. Talk about overpopulation problems. Didn't this happen in Mad Max Fury Road, too? Some... (laughs) 
Some women just <laughs> some women just lactate. Some men just lactate. So you don't necessarily need to be pregnant. And once you get pregnant and you start producing milk, as long as you keep milking, you'll keep producing milk. Did you just say some men lactate? Yes. Yeah. Give it a shot. Hang on, where's my coffee? <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I need to know. I need creamer. I'm doing it under the I'm shirt so YouTube doesn't ban us for nudity. I just... Mm, nothing's getting out of it. Sorry. Nothing's coming out of it. I don't know. I thought You're maybe since I put on men. weight, too, that So, that so is that why new musicians prefer SoundCloud over YouTube? Because they got a new ditty? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was solid. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Wow. Slow uh, clap from the corner. Thank you, Brian. Anyway. Um... My number one okay. would be <laughs> Dolly Parton's wedding night bedroom. I want to see her getting railed. All right. <laughs> what? Back in the day. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. Big boobies all over the place. I got to hold on. Okay. Because <sighs> here's the deal. Uh, I had not wouldn't you hypothetically just be watching a guy have sex with a, a, a sex doll because she's a robot? I mean, Not how, how does day. she exist as a 90-year-old now in today's day and era without breaking down like an animatronic? Also oh, no, with them the titties. Fly, she's, she's the Flying Dutchman at this point. The, I believe it's called the Flying Dutchman. Well, what the, is, ship that, the ship... Okay, if you've got a ship... If you've got a ship that... Say it's the Flying Dutchman, and you replace parts over time. Mm -hmm. Okay, and eventually you have replaced all bits of that ship. Right. Is it still the Flying Dutchman? True. Well, what if Frankenstein was more robot than human? You know what I mean? Would that still make him Frankenstein? Because Dolly Parton might be the Frankenstein of the modern era in terms of the way she's been put together, too, depending on whether or not we... We are getting so far. Why do, you, why do you want to see her be like real? Okay. <laughs> Any large-breasted celebrity that has been teasing me for years and I've never gotten a glimpse, that's the first place I go. Also true. Okay. I want to go back in private quarters and see if it, it sounds a little creepy, doesn't it? It, does. it is a little creepy. I'm a little creepy Just there. Just watch from a corner. Yeah. Just watch from a not corner. Not participate, not interact. Like a red Just kind of show up and be like, hmm, Okay. Out. Done. Seen tit. Seen tit. I see what you did there. Yes, 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 yes. I like it. I enjoy it. My number two. Because I said tit after seen tit. That's actually my number three. I'm not going to put that at number one. Right? Still. My number two, I think, would be to go back and watch the filming process for any of Mel Brooks' movies. Because were you copying mine? Did you? No. Okay, just checking. Continue. <laughs> no. No, don't I, look. I can't, I don't can't look, read Cody. upside down. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep my hand there, though. That's fine. You do kay. whatever you want, but there you go. Because Mel Cheater. Brooks <laughs> Mel Brooks is my favorite comedian of all time. He's got my favorite. He he's made my favorite movies of all time, and I would just love to see the process of, of, of how it's made. 
That makes sense. No, that's pretty cool. His which choreographer died recently? Oh no. Which which would you pick though? Young which movie? Young Frankenstein. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, well, that's, that's my easy. favorite movie of all time. Right? I would choose Spaceballs. What sense. knockers? I'll thank you, Doctor. Frau Blucher. <laughs> my number Sorry. two moment to go back and witness would be the filming of Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. <laughs> I would go out to New Zealand. Would you be the truck in the background? I would, I don't, I mean, you know, I'd probably get a, ju- no, I mean, I think I would have killed Peter Jackson, gotten a uh, facial reconstruction to look like Peter Jackson and then direct them. So you're welcome, everyone, for Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> I'm reading the books right now. I'm just, I'm infatuated. I need to go back in time and make a movie in a time period that it'll be more appreciated. I think that, <laughs> no, going back in time and like watching those. Yeah, no, that would be just amazing. I would be the truck guy. Oh, because there's like a truck in the scene. Yeah, you can see. Yeah. Um, No, that is me. Uh, (laughs) Going back in time to see. That's so funny, though. (laughs) Um, No, that's what I would do. I would go back and see them. Um, It was a long process, too, because they shot all three movies at once. Yep. Um, To be in the rolling hills and watch the stunt doubles run in the amazing green of fake Rohan. That just, yep, it's awesome. My number two would be to find out the identity of Jack the Ripper. Ooh. Yeah, good one. I would go back to a point where a girl was murdered, and I would follow him back to wherever he goes once he's done to find out who he is. Right. Uh, Brian has something. I need to ask. Did you ever see the theory that Jack the Ripper was actually a woman? Um, No. I didn't see that. I saw the theory that he was a barber, that he was a butcher, or that he was a... Uh, a doctor. A doctor, yeah. yes. There's a theory that he was a woman, or it was a woman. Right? Yeah. Well, it would also lend to my theory, when you would like follow her back to where she is, and then she'd like take off her cloak, and she'd turn around, and it's a Dolly Parton. You'd be like, damn, he was right. She is immortal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet that if I did if I did have the capability to go back and witness this, it would be Nicolas Cage. <laughs> because it is right? always Nicolas Cage. It is always Nicolas Cage, right? <laughs> no, it's really funny when they get like the man, we're never gonna know who Jack the Ripper was. That's so cool no. though. He got away with it. Jack the Ripper pretty much got away with it. Most of them do. Yeah. The key to getting away with it? Never tell anyone. Never tell anyone, not one person. no one else ever knows, you can go on indefinitely. Yeah, I think it was the BTK killer. Yeah. Um, There was one guy, yeah, and there's a book about it and a thing. He was a scout troop master, a family man. Insane. Insane that that can happen. So was John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, that too, yeah. Ugh, I can't even. That's so insane. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about serial. Uh, we can save that for October. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can get into the serials. We can oh, do the yeah. deep dive on that the serial fun. killers because I've got October a, is going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm a creepy guy. I'm just now realizing. <laughs> <laughs> the wealth of my knowledge on serial killers and mass murderers. I like the true crime stuff too. You know what I mean? You and just, there is a difference between serial killers and mass murderers. Also true. So. Very true. Yes. A lot of people interchange those phrases, and that is a pet peeve of mine. Drives me. Absolutely up the goddamn wall. Are you still thinking? Because I have mine. Yeah, go ahead. I'm go gonna, ahead I'm with your next. Because there's just like, um, <laughs> you probably will. Jeez, because mine's pretty good. I would buy a ticket 
to the Met in 1987, which is, I think, the year, to when Robin Williams performs at the Met. Ooh. I was thinking something along the same Uh lines, but with more music. Right. Like, I would have loved to see the Beatles. That's a good one. I had to throw that away because that was just like everyone would do that. Yeah. Um, No, I would go to see Robin Williams' performance at the Met because I think that's his best performance of all time. Hands down. Um, so funny, so awesome. I wish I could see it. No, That's I just want to see it live. Idea. How many people you known that have gone to a concert and they've been like, "Oh, it was so good! I had chills almost the entire show." Wow. There you what go. If being, back to that. What if they're being wow. occupied by a time traveler and witnessing it at the time? We're all gonna get chills, and then your head's gonna snap because you figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting chills this entire episode. I have a feeling future me is being like, "This recording was relevant, dude." True. I still don't have anything. Oh, wow. Brian, what you got? So for our first one, Jesus' Miracles. I would love to just go back and actually witness that firsthand. Last Supper, I would be the fucking winner. All right. I just, Fuck oh. you for taking my number one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Number, go ahead. What's number your number two? two <laughs> the sinking of the Titanic. I want to know what the fuck sank that Titanic. I don't believe it was the iceberg. Obviously, it's because Kate Winslet wouldn't get off the goddamn door. <laughs> wow. Well, no, there is anyway. a popular theory that uh, that there was a gash in it before it left. Additionally, well, there I mean, are... there's always flaws in materials and everything. Exactly I mean, right. There have been plenty of times where machines just have failed just because of a flaw in the materials used. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Steel wasn't as strong as they thought it was. I saw a chunk of the Titanic in real life. They have I it touched at, a chunk. Uh, Screw you. <laughs> Into the microphone, Cody, please. <laughs> I said, uh, instead of touching the Titanic, I just touched myself. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh Thanks, no, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Everyone drink. Uh-oh. Because I told him to lean made. into the microphone. Because I told Cody to lean in it. He was pretty far away from it. When I he, was very far away. And that was really funny, what you said. And it made me sad that you weren't in the microphone. I mean, it wasn't necessarily meant to be on the show. Uh, oh. that, that's fine. So. But Does a sexual was, reference uh, count as a pip? No. Because you said you touch yourself? No. I mean, I'm just saying. Whatever. No. Excuse me. Excuse If we take out the me. sexual stuff, we lose half we our have, humor. Yeah, we have no show. Yeah. Also true. I, I mean, know. Brian put it, said it best the other episode when he was like... if. If it weren't for the gutter, my mind would be homeless. So, anyway, come on. You got a number one yet? No. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not. Cody, Cody. just pick something. Cody would go anywhere something. and do anything. Yes. You would be on the plane when it gets hijacked. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. I want to. No. Because <laughs> no. you could jump out the back with a parachute and no one would live to tell. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) Too soon? I can't. (laughs) And then you would go get on another plane (laughs) and jump off that one with a parachute, too. (laughs) Be like, looking out the window. Is that. Wait, what's that building shaped like? Oh, is it a Pentagon? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Search crash. Boom. (laughs) Crack the door, jump out. Reliving popular uh, conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Times would always be a fun thing, just so you could shit all over the the theories. What times? JFK, nine eleven. Right Pearl to Harbor. see those, yeah, right. 
You, would you go inside yeah. of the the towers first to see if there were uh, going to the basement? Go yeah, yeah. Uh, well, go to see if there's any um, explosives planted. Yeah. yeah, before you go in, and they'd be like, "That fuel can't melt steel beams." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What if this actually does hold water? And and Neil Armstrong wasn't necessarily nervous when he first stepped on the moon. He was just inhabited by so many future people experiencing walking on the that moon it was for the like first time experiencing vertigo yeah that he Dude. was just tripping out because yeah. so many people stepped in to experience that for the first time Bruh. what Pick if something. that's the case throughout human did. history Pick. and we just I put just it did. out there okay. nervousness <gasps> i just blew my own fucking mind dude okay Dude, that's probably why you got chills. Ah! You figured it out. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got yep. my finger on the pulse. It's true. Pulse is in your ass. All right. So Cody would go to my ass. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of silence right now. There's a lot of Num- silence. Number four would be, I would go to my own birth. Go to your own birth. Very nice. Just watch oh, yourself yeah. being... <clears throat> Maybe not like, you know. So I stole your number one. You stole my number one. <laughs> Talk about the most creative suicide. Nice. You would go to your conception. And oh. <laughs> you're gone immediately. <laughs> That'd be weird. Wow, dad was hung. Mom takes it like a champ. Holy shit. And if you get caught, you're just like gone. Just like that. <laughs> the most creative suicide in all existence and no one knew. So much effort for such little payoff. Well, my mom did tell me that she knew the moment she got pregnant with me, and I was like, "Weird." Uh, Man, I I was always a big guy, I guess. (laughs) Oh no, it's this week in history. Because last Friday was my father's birthday. This Mm -hmm. past Friday, yesterday, was my mother's. Really? Yes. Uh, And their their anniversary was the day before my dad's birthday. mm -hmm. So. Yeah. so it's always around that area. You know, yeah. my m- mother-in-law says that a, a popular way to have a kid is to hop on pop. Mm-hmm. And so the day that Brian was born, we know we can go and see. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't when he was conceived, but we would know when to find him. And when he was born, we would ask when. <laughs> when oh, no. I just wanted to, I just I wanted to make my Brian answer. uncomfortable. I go back to Brian's birth, too. I just wanted to make Brian really uncomfortable. That's the only reason I was talking about that. That's the only that. reason we record this show anymore. That makes Brian yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> Brian looks so defeated. <laughs> Look at him on the video. He turned on his video, and it wasn't even to say anything. YouTube, he just wanted bro. to shake his head and look disappointingly at us through the camera. He just he just came and went without saying a word. Nice. Just showed us everything on his face. Can I bring up my subject Uh-oh. now? Yeah, go for it. You're about to... Please bring Brain up the subject. Um, I was. Uh, I love you too. Um, so, uh, the I forgot what my subject was because Brian you hit got me brain with dusted. A, with a, I, get, I did music. Like Brian hit me with a uh, yes. Thank you. You're I welcome. was going to talk about music. That's right. Well, I wanted to talk about music and like influences of music throughout your life because um, all of us have been musicians at one point or another. Um, I think that if we were to talk about our influences and the way our music tastes have changed 
over time. I think it's funny because it'll also kind of like define who you are as a person and the way you begin with music and the way you uh, change with music. Yes. Cody, this since is a good one for you Cody didn't to get on. to since you didn't get to think of I your final say, what was it? I would go back and experience conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was a worse answer since Rich said he wanted Goofy as a playable character in Smash Bros. Just a cl- <laughs> Ouch, buddy. Ouch. I had to. No, but seriously, when did you start music? Would you listen to music? Did you hear music and go, wow, I want to do that? Did you see someone performing on TV? Like, what was the thing? No, I just decided I wanted to join band because it was a thing to do when I got out of class. So in fifth grade, I decided it would be a good time to get out of class for a little while because I did not like my teacher. Very nice. And I stuck with it. Nice. What did you play first? Bass clarinet. The whole time, or uh, I started with bass clarinet because right. I initially wanted to play saxophone, but was told no. Jerks. Yeah. Worked out for me in the end. I ended up playing Barry sax. There it's you my go. Favorite instrument of all time. Nice. Really, over what you play now? Oh yeah. Really? I miss it. I miss it so much. Maybe you and Sarah could start a band because she misses playing her flute. Yeah, but you know what sounds like ass? What flute? <laughs> Maybe she should play with your flute. Skin flute. Boom, boom. Oh, you think I married her? Male organ. Because <laughs> she played the flute so well. Skin flute or male organ? Come you on. You be the judge. Anyway, I I joined band for the same reason. I Actually, it was middle school. I had to pick something extracurricular to mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. and I can't stand sports. I'm not a competitive guy. Same. So I just I went with band. Which is unfortunate because I have absolutely no natural talent for rhythm <laughs> at all. <laughs> I played tuba, and I followed the example. I, that's all I could do. I could, not, I could not read music and decide the rhythm just from what was written on the page. I had to hear it. Oh, jeez. That makes sense. It's kind of the way I feel it starts for a lot of us, too. To this to this day, I have no sense of rhythm. That's why I can't dance, and I hate dancing, because I don't have a sense of rhythm. Makes sense. Okay. So, you. Well, I started with trumpet and uh, devolved to the drums. Just kidding. Evolved to the drums. Uh, went back to visit like very, very briefly, but then uh, jumped around drums. But I think mostly drums is what I started with. Trumpet was so very brief until I revisited it my senior year in jazz band for fun. No? I was terrible <laughs> at it. I just shouldn't have. I shouldn't have gone back. Uh, <laughs> Funny enough, I started with trumpet as well. Ooh, there you and go. And they moved me over to tuba because I sucked trumpet so bad they were like stop it rich and you were like toot <laughs> and they were like stop it and you're like toot <laughs> and they were like you're gonna play tuba from now on and you said toot yep that's depressing anyway. what about like the actual music taste though in terms of like where you began um because everyone knows we're musicians what did you yeah. like what do you what is your furthest memory of music going to a mall with my mom and hearing Bullet with Butterfly Wings by the Smash... Uh, was it Smashing Pumpkins? Yes, it yeah. was Smashing Pumpkins. I can't stand that song now. 
Just unload on us how you feel about music and what you, you like don't and what you do. Just unload. Like, Go on a rant, Cody. We need to get more rants well, okay, out of you. No. Say more things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. You know the quickest way to get me to rant on something. Yeah. Is how Brian take my take my spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Brian has been flagged for the hijack. <laughs> no. You turn off your camera. Turn off your camera. Brian, turn off your camera. Drink. Don't try to pawn it off on him. I wasn't trying to. I was referencing a funny that happened that nobody ever knows about because that episode was lost. No, everybody knows about it. That episode. Well, his audio was lost. I cut his it His audio out. was yeah. lost. Okay. What do you want to know? I don't know. Well, I could, on? I could, I can't rant like on demand. My, my earliest introduction to music was Disney films. That too. Like, I agree. When I remember mm-hmm. running around as a four-year-old singing "Bippity Boppity Boo" over and over mm-hmm. and over. And oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! <laughs> I can't stand Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood. Okay. I don't know why. I just not a big fan of Baloo. Really, I like the song when the uh, swans walk in Aristocats. Yeah. See, I loved the Siamese song, oh. Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, 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 definitely. With subtle racial undertones. Oh yeah, it's always the best. Early, yes. Early Disney. That's just the best. Early Disney. When I see an elephant fly. Oh God! They can't. They they won't do songs of the song of the South. They won't ever. Yeah, no, they're like it's in the vault. It's staying there. This will never see the light of day again. It's true. It's better. Well, I'm sure you can go on the deep web. You can find it. Find anywhere. it. Oh, you can find it. Yeah. If you search hard enough, you will find it. Yeah, you're gonna see some really scary things while you're there getting yeah. song of the South, but you'll find it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> when I first got to Georgia, I went into a used bookstore. Yeah. And found the little golden books of the Song of the South. Oh man! Wow! Wow! Indeed! My God! I picked it up and I was like, "Oh, the oh, this is so racist." You should have picked it up just for the collector value. Uh, no, uh, it was no, it was expensive oh, really? because of the collector value. But I saw it there and I was just like, "Oh, that's 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 horrifying." So, for those of you who don't know about Song of the South, uh, look it up. <laughs> right? Or don't, actually. Yeah. It's just, don't. Just let it die. Yeah. It's, just pull a Kylo yeah. Ren and let it die. It was a yeah. very, very, very southern plantation Jim Crow Laws storyline for Disney to go down. I'm really glad you brought up Disney, though, because I remember getting those CDs at McDonald's. They had, like, the CD compilations. They had a uh, hero CD, a friend CD, and a villain CD. With all of the bad guy songs on one, all the friend songs, you got a friend in me. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> Randy Newman. Uh, what was the other? Uh, 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 I want to be like you. Um, Bare necessities, like all that music. I feel like the '90s were like also a peak age for like uh, music in terms of what yeah. we got with oh, the Lion King. King. Yeah, well, um, there was just a renaissance of music all across the right. '90s. Wherever you go, hip hop was kicking off big time. Mm-hmm. The grunge mm-hmm. scene was changing the face of rock and alternative it really was, and punk yeah. and what all that meant. Right, and country just stayed the fucking. No, same. country did its massive evolve there too. Really? Oh, yeah. Did it? Okay, no, because it, it went. Uh, there was a lot less steel right. guitar. 
Because that's I was raised country really hard. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, you probably were listening to like older country like uh, Hank Williams was, Jr. Well, or, uh, no, I did that more as I got older, actually, believe it okay. or not. I definitely re- listened to my Randy Travis, my Toby Keith, my, you know, like I can reference one too many. You and me go fishing in the dark. I can't. I have to stop. Like I, I just you. do it too much you know boot scoot and boogie oh you can knock that off like it's it's bad okay yeah it's it's bad stuff and i'm not trying it's you know it is kind of bad but you know i can go back and i can reference those things pretty easy that's how much i listen to this music and i'm not proud that i can just pull these right out of my ass but i mean is ass a bad one because that's just donkey ass is okay i don't have to well if you're referring to it in a slang term it kind of is no you can what about in front of a child Okay. Okay, yeah. Ass is fine. Because they're like, what's an ass? And be like, an idiot. A donkey. Okay. A, Fair know, enough. Like, it's in the Bible. We'll go with it. Anyway. Right? Because you can say that to a, to a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to tell a kid, it's what you fuck when you get bored of the front. So. Now, there you go. <laughs> and I ended up spending it anyway. Son of a You don't God. have to be bored of the front. You can just really, really want Please, to. I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Hashtag that's my fetish.com. I'm sorry. So there's the things that our parents like made us listen to, obviously. But the, yeah. what about the things when you started developing your own tastes? That no. you know, like your parents were like, I hate that music. I've never had that experience where my parents hated what I listened to. Because, well, my mom is somewhat different because my mom pretty much only listens to Metallica. And it only enjoys Metallica. Your mom's awesome. Yeah, I like your mom too because of that. Continue. My dad always embraces what I've listened to. He likes 303. Wow. Like when I borrow his Subaru, one of the CDs that he always has in there is their album that came out in 2008, Want. Wow. Yep. I didn't think anybody I liked mean, 303. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I like 303. I got a Rottweiler with a Sorry, it was a little hanging fruit. <laughs> it was a little hanging fruit. I had to smack that's at fine. it. Um, I listened to that album a ton, too. Yeah, no, but that's definitely... I'm like, something I listened to in my sophomore year is not something I would think that your dad would have on repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he does. So he that's does. cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah my, my dad's always been really open-minded when it comes to music, and my mom hasn't. That's awesome. Yeah. Because, I mean, my parents were really into the country, like I said, yeah. but my mom bought me my Slipknot CDs. You know, yeah. she allowed me to, you know, yeah. like go in that direction. I think she liked she liked it a lot more than hip hop. Makes sense. Yeah. But she also bought me the Black Eyed Peas Elephunk. So. Yeah. I've been trying to get more open-minded to different genres of music. It's hard in this day and age because of mumble rap. Yeah. Well... And everything these this day and age is so overproduced. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. That's and true. it's oversaturating the market as well. Like someone discovers a sound, and then everyone else does it. Like my wife thinks that I am a time traveler and can see the future because I can tell her what song is going to be playing next on the radio, and it's just because of my familiarity with Clear Channel programming. Yeah, that's all it is. Makes I'm sense. like. I'm like, I can tell you what song is going to be next. She's like, how did you know that? And I'm like, mm-hmm. because it's Clear Channel and they're just stupid. 
with this stuff. But that makes sense. Well, you know, you get like things like um, Mumford and Sons totally changed the face of alternative, and you yeah. know, our yeah. local station ninety three point three. You get uh, you know Mumford and Sons, and okay, so they're a four piece. They aren't traditional. They're really a lot more folky. You know, yeah. I mean, they're a lot more bluegrass. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing a freaking mandolin in every other song yep. that's yep. out there. You know what I mean? And it's getting to the point yep. that it's a little annoying. You know what I, I mean? I'm like, stand listening to 93 uh, nowadays. R- right? Um, one of my biggest issues with Fallout Boy, um, one of my most favorite, they started emo. They went punk emo. They wanted, you know, went a little more mainstream, which is fine, but they still had an original sound. Then they went on hiatus, came back, and they sound like every other, like, alternative using techno sounds. They do not have a drum set. Okay, he uses a drum set. It's overproduced. They went to electronic. They went to electronic. I really like Save Rock and Roll. I'm... They're still unique enough to be Fallout Boy. Yeah. Think about the lyrics. What are the yeah. lyrics like in comparison? Yeah. Save Rock and Roll is where it went. They went a complete 180. They might as well have changed the band name, in my opinion, because they are not Fallout Boy. Past that. Climb up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are now Climb Up Girl, I officially. Oh, Sorry. That's you, fine. This, I drink a lot of coffee yeah. and I drink a lot of water. Right. I, uh, we hijacked it from Rich anyway, so let Rich get back to it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna like continue on the clear channel stuff and everything because yeah. while he's going to the bathroom, I just don't want him to I want him to experience my history with music. But anyway, um I've noticed that there's a lot more of the same song being played over and over and over. Yuck. Okay, like that. That dumb song. I can't remember what rap song. I, I think it, it's called Riding Dirty. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was one day. Well, there was one week in a summer when that came out mm-hmm. where that song was on the radio. Followed by a 20 minute commercial break. 20 minutes of commercials on the radio. What? Followed by that song. Oh. So they played the song back to back and separated it with 20 minutes of commercials. Wow. And I was just, I, I, I remember it because I was working in the warehouse. We had the radio on. I walked through. I heard that song and I was like, ugh, I got to go do something. And I could still hear the uh, commercials playing in the faintly as I was in the office. Right. And I come out of the office, commercial ends, and they say a clear channel station or whatever. Yeah. Whatever media production. And then that song starts up. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And they're like, what? It's a good song. The guys in the warehouse were like, yeah, what? It's a good song. And I was like, guys, we just heard this. This was the song that was playing right before the commercial break. And they're like, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Yikes. Did you change the channel immediately? I well, I every time I tried, it got bounced back. Did you rip the radio out of the wall? Eventually, did you just, like smash it. And just... Eventually, I did hit it with a forklift <sighs> accidentally. <laughs> but yes, eventually, accidentally uh, did get destroyed. <laughs> I just I couldn't <laughs> handle it, and it. I've noticed that a lot with with the popularity of Puff Daddy and Missy Elliott and Jay Z and. These producers turned rappers. It seems like since they have turned rapper, and don't get me wrong, I love Missy Elliott. Oh yeah, she's she's amazing. Same. 
I think she's one of the few original ones out there. But everybody I else love is that just you bring her up. Everybody else is like I was saying in the mumble rap episode. I, everyone else is just ripping off the hook. Yeah. From popular songs of the past, rapping over it and calling it an original song. I love that you're saying this because um a Missy Elliott is the only rapper that I've heard that had a massive comeback. I mean, she came and went obviously, but yeah. she came back from a hiatus and sounded the same. Yep. She sounded the same, her style was the same and she didn't sell out yep. and she uh, WTF was phenomenal. Yeah. In comparison well, to her older and I her loved beats it. Are original. Yes. Her hooks are original. That is one of my most favorite uh, hooks cuz it's got a big old fat hi-hat that makes it feel like real uh, halftime and it feels fast but it's not boom boom fast hi-hat. Yeah. Boom boom. I can't like Yeah. Man, shit like oh man. She's a true talent. Talk about coming back with a fury passion. Yeah. And leaving it all on the floor. I want to know where her album is. Yeah. I want to hear a new and Missy Elliott album real bad now that I think about it. <laughs> all the fans out there, come at me, bro. I hate Beyonce with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. All these people are like, oh, she can dance. I swear to God, she has epilepsy and <laughs> doesn't treat it with medication. <laughs> That's her dancing. Really? <laughs> she, she, oh, God. I mean. No, we did not talk about Lady Gaga. Yet, I, but. I, I honestly feel like she's got a lot of talent. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Beyonce? No, Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. Gaga. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Lady Gaga has a ton of. Here's no. the issue: you can listen to Crazy in Love, and then listen to any song she's put out now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I heard this like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I did find that is really cool though? Since you brought up Beyonce, hmm. before we get off on Lady Gaga, Beyonce, um, I am Beyonce. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the uh, no, the cool thing is, uh, I was listening to like this rap group called the Carters, and I was like, "This is really like actually." I was like, "I like this." And then as I started listening to it, I saw the music video on iTunes, and it had it was uh, Jay Z and Beyonce like standing in the Louvre, and I'm like, "Oh, they must be friends," and I have like produced the Carters. And then I go in and I'm watching it, and then Beyonce starts rapping. I thought. That the Carters, what I didn't realize is that they're a super group. They made a legit rap album. Beyonce totally raps and doesn't really? like, no, she leaves it on the, like, at the door in this album. I was like, wow, I have a, re- like, a legit reason to pull up something that Beyonce's in now. Outside, since 2010 when Single Ladies came out and I was yep. being a goofball all the time. Lemonade was pretty good. But, like, well, was it? Le- it? Lemonade's pretty good, yeah. The only, the only thing that redeems Beyonce is. Justin Timberlake and the Lonely Island guys doing the single ladies <laughs> video. Also true. That was really We're good. We're Right? Awesome. And it, but I, yeah. I, I digress. That was, um, it was cool to see that. So, I mean, it's yeah. not that she's not talentless either, but yeah, I don't understand the beehive. I know. Uh, I don't it's get too it. Much. I just, yeah, now, I, Lady Gaga has people with legit portrait tattoos. On well, them Lady her. Gaga is legit. She I mean, really she, is. She has so much talent. Yeah. yeah. She's got so much talent, she spills over into her outfits and meat. Anyway. Who was on? Who was in the Super Bowl first? Without Destiny's Child, though. You know? I don't know. Uh, uh, whose halftime performance actually got watched? Yeah, right? I yeah. watched Bruno Lady Mars. Yeah. Did you watch I, Bruno Mars? No. Oh, my God. Now, hey. 
I'm I, not a big fan of Bruno Mars, but that guy can put on a fucking show. He really can. You need to go back and watch it. We need to watch this before he's, we go today. He's, okay. he's, Bruno Mars at the, the halftime. Oh my gosh. He's pretty I much the see new him. James Brown. He really is. He's channeling James Brown big time. He, he bumps up the tempo of all of his music and he just, he performs. Yeah. Top notch stuff. And he doesn't do anything gimmicky either. At the Super Bowl, he had a stage. Yeah. And he performed on it. He didn't walk around. He didn't change outfits. He didn't do any. He just got out there and he performed. Yeah. Man, he has a full band. Yeah. He doesn't. And his band, they're like channeling old school Motown. Yeah. In the show they put on. It's Hopefully just, they're not getting ripped off. It's a music industry. Everybody's yeah. getting ripped Bruno, off. Bruno Mars guest at the halftime show that he performed. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah. He doesn't mess around. He really doesn't. It was awesome. So oh, is Chad Smith's drum set. Red Hot Chili Peppers, but, uh, oh, yeah? Okay, duly yeah, noted. That's fine. Let me just... Uh, so my, my history with music, I mean, aside from the Disney movies, when, when it came to actual music being listened to and all that, I frequently went traveling with my mother and my sister, so typically if I was in the car... We were listening to Whitney Houston or the Beatles. Because at the time, Whitney Houston's album had come out, and it was big. It was the, it was big shit. Right. So it was constant. As a result, I currently hate the Beatles and Whitney Houston. Just <laughs> oversaturated. Makes I, sense. I can't stand hearing either of them. That's probably why I feel the way I do about country. More than likely. Both of my parents hate the Beatles, so naturally yeah. I found them and I fell in love. There you go. There you go. So my dad, however, was always very, very classic rock guy. So I have him to thank for my love of Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and the Guess Who and Jethro Tull and all that classic rock business. But when I started getting my own taste and everything, the first album I ever bought was Parents Don't Just Don't Understand by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Nice, yeah. Would not have foreseen that for the Fresh Prince. No. <laughs> if, if I went back and told that kid picking up that album, yeah, this guy's going to be like one of the bigger stars in the world. You're going to be excited to see him portray Deadshot. I would be like, uh, you're fucking crazy, right? old man. Anyway. Also true. <laughs> Wicked Wow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Great album. The next album I bought was Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, His yeah. first one. His first parody album. And that began my love affair with Weird Al. I have all of Weird Al's stuff. I am unashamed in my love of Weird Al. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was drooling over, uh, over fat, fat suit Weird Al. That is not how you treat a pop, Cody. Come on. He's got a pump for it. Yep, look at that. Did he wear a fat suit during that, too? Oh, yeah, he oh, still yeah. wears oh, my a fat gosh. suit. He, he still tours, I never still plays that. that song, and still... Where's the fat suit? Where's the fat suit? Oh They've got it God. down to a science. They get him in and out of that fat suit inside of 10 minutes. I love that. That's hilarious. Dude's awesome. Did Riddell, you see I him live? You. He's uh, he's a um, chunky in this pop. I did. My buddy was working as a uh, concession runner at the Radisson Star Plaza in Maryville, Indiana. Weird Al came. And as a concession runner, he was running stuff back and forth for... All the different concessions, but if they had, if anybody had a special request, he would have to run and fulfill it. So he had to run and get Weird Al Chef Boyardee. 
That's so cool. And I was at that show, and he was like, dude, I just met Weird Al. I was like, son of a bitch. Was he weird? No. He's not very weird in real life. He's, just, he's a right, chill just dude. A normal he's, guy. he's a normal yeah, guy. Definitely. He's one of those preferred Christian people in that he's very devout, but doesn't broadcast it. Really? Yeah. I thought he was Jewish. Nope. Interesting. It's because of the hair, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the guy. Yeah, no, he's actually a very, very devout. The jeriest of curls. He's actually a very, very there. devout guy. Yeah. He okay. just doesn't broadcast it. That's good. Right? So he keeps it to himself. It's like, it's a thing with me. I don't Another music thing, and I'm so yeah. glad you're talking Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, he did Pokemon on yes, the Pokemon 2000 soundtrack. Yep. Everybody, Pokemon. Yep. He also did the Weasel Stomping Day song for Robot Chicken. Did he? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. He excellent. I listened to the crap out of the like the Pokemon soundtracks. What about movie soundtracks too? Like, could you pick a movie sound? Can you think of movie soundtracks? Because I've got like the Scooby Doo yep. movie soundtrack, Shrek. Like yep. that probably helps with the eclectic taste that yeah. I have personally. If yeah. if you had to pick like one, could you pick one? Like a the movie crow. soundtrack, The Crow. Nice. Okay. Probably a ton of Creed on there. No. <laughs> Every song was just. When you are with me, oh, no. I'm free. There was the Cure, Nine Inch Nails, Helmet, <laughs> uh, My Life with a Thrill Kill like Cult, Pantera, <laughs> Rollins Band. That soundtrack I was legit. I want to pick you That's... from the inside. <laughs> Daniel's getting weird. Oh, sorry. My Continue. God. Sorry. Sorry. Me I'm sorry. Oh. So, do I have like a definitive movie soundtrack? Somebody yeah. once oh. told me the Shrek soundtrack. And here's had where we this stab song. Daniel. Yeah, honestly, the Shrek memes lately are just ridiculous, dude. Really, right? I haven't seen any Shrek memes. It's always a meme. Okay, watch Jack's films. Okay, it's all Shrek memes. Scooby Doo had a ton of rap on it. It did. I don't really have like a like a definitive. Soundtrack that I would always go back and listen to. I mean, obviously, anything John Williams. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just fun, a given. But, you know. Yep. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. That's real solid. You know, I can do that all the time, too. Oddly enough, another one. Charlie's Angels. Okay. The Is movie soundtrack. Memory. Yeah. No, no. That was the first place I had heard Brandy by Looking Glass. The song that's featured now in Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Very but that nice. was the first place I had heard that song, and I was like, God, I really love that song. Right. Which That's legit. Which is what drove my wife nuts about watching Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with me, because I was singing along to Brandy. Uh-huh. 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 She's anyway. like, you're not going anywhere, because yeah. we're in Colorado, and you can't sail anywhere, you yeah. son of a bitch. So, what's your favorite band or artist? Currently, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, State Champs. Okay, pop punk band. State Champs. Okay. State Champs. Daniel, what you got? I got one for you. It's called Run the Jewels. Also good. Run the Jewels is a hip hop group. Um, they've been consistently releasing albums once a year since like 2013, 2014. Um, one of the guys who raps also produces said beats and that's why i enjoy it the most it's uh lyrically creative 
it's uh, musically creative. The the beats produced are. This is something that you're gonna find very like unique in its own way, and that's why I'm addicted to them. Okay. Um, I ended up finding them though because they were DLC characters in Gears of War Four. Oh wow. They got to be characters, and when you play as them, they have their own like they talk and everything when they're like you know killing and getting killed and saying the funny things. Like it's pretty legit. So um, okay. Yeah. Do I they say live at the garden at all. Huh? Do they say live at the garden at all in Gears of War 4? Oh, no. I don't think so, but that's still cool. Another cool thing that everyone needs to know about Run the Jewels right fucking now, because I told Cody this, is that uh, when they were with Snoop Dogg, just kicking it mm-hmm. and recording, I guess, uh, they were, like, joking around and laughing about replacing the sounds with meows. <laughs> so if you look... Shortly after the release of Run the Jewels 2, because their albums are Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels 2, and Run, Run the Jewels 3. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone listening, watching the video, I'm doing the sign. Oop, Oop. it's actually this way. It's this way that I have to do it. There is we it go. This is how That's it is. And it changes every time. It's pretty cool. But um, for every mm-hmm. album. So y- you can definitely find an album called Meow the Jewels. <laughs> oh, okay. Where LP, the producer, b- remixed the entire album with cat sounds. <laughs> God. Okay. He did it. So All these right. guys don't joke around. They're just hilarious. They're okay. good. Um, they're also very topical in the way they rap. Okay. I'd cool. like to add a band as well to mine. All right. Definitely. I fight dragons. I fight dragons. See, I'm. I've been stuck in my musical loop for years now. I don't listen to much past 2009. It's hard to get out of the, you know, rhythm that well, you might be in. And it's because, like I was saying earlier, everything is so overproduced now that everything sounds, everything new sounds the same to me. Sure. So I don't listen to the mu- new music channels. I'm typically listening to Tool or Beck. or People you can find that are, you know, or consistent. Like, or classic rock. Classic, sure. classic rock. Led Zeppelin. Pink Floyd. Yeah. No one to Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd might be the most boring music I've ever listened to. I'm going to have to agree with them. It's on that. a lot of well, sound. You guys don't, and then you, sometimes you guys I play. Don't do drugs. And my wife wants. Uh, <laughs> I have done drugs. And I think I'm my not. my my wife loves Pink Floyd. She grew up on Pink Floyd. She listened to Pink Floyd in the womb. And she wants to get some Pink Floyd tattoos. To which point I'm kind of like, okay, but fine i guess like okay i don't know and she you know sometimes she plays it and it's on you know uh, she sounds like noise to me it's just okay. like sounds like you want to just Brian, what you got listen Sorry. to a seashell if you want to <laughs> listen to big void and then listen to a homeless guy play a guitar you know what just to accentuate or to exaggerate how much sarah likes pink floyd one of my christmas gifts sarah quite literally makes a reference to pink floyd by giving me a jello packet as a christmas gift there's a gift card inside the jello packet but mm-hmm. she gives me or a pudding packet for jello and it's just like what a brick I, in the wall I don't, I don't yeah i don't get it because pink floyd sucks you can't have if you pudding. don't eat your meat the, you uh, yes, can't have exactly. any pudding how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat which we always change to if you don't beat your meat you can't have any pussy how could you have any pussy if you don't beat your meat? <laughs> is pussy a cuss word, though? No. Does that count? I mean, that's a rough one. No. That is no. a rough one. No. 
What about cunt then? You, yes. Cunt is bad. Yes. You can't just decide that. Well, can you say it in a Disney movie? You, yes, you could say we'll, we're going to snatch that pussy, put it in a box. You could say that in a Disney movie. What? And all that? three of those are referencing female genitalia. Oliver and Company. Was that movie? What what, what movie is that from? It's not from a movie, but you could say it in a movie. It's actually oh. from a George Carlin bit. Oh, I love okay. George Carlin. We follow George Carlin's rules. Yes. For cuss words, I'll have yes. to listen to that one because I don't. I didn't. He uh. The seven words you can't say on television. Mm-hmm. You've never heard that. I have not listened to as much George Carlin as I wish I have. So. Here we go. Let me count out seven here. Don't do it right now. (laughs) You really need to listen to that bit. Okay. But the seven the seven words you can't say. The seven words you can't say on television Mm -hmm. are shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. How many more do you have there, Pips? Four. Four. Wow, you started with more than me, and you're ending with less. <laughs> wow. I am filthy. Okay, well, I think it goes without saying that you've won. <laughs> or lost. I mean, yeah. Um, or, yeah, well, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I wasn't lost. desperately yeah, trying to keep least. this one clean. I was trying to well, get it all out of my system. Well, it is still WDMR, so. Yeah. On yeah, WDMR. Right, we'll so. have to do this again for Nerd anyway, so. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen again for Nerd. Wow. Everybody now, were you thinking, much. like, all time or, like, current as well? As far as like when you were asking, yeah, because you oh, were talking about because we know who you always go back to. I don't think Cody and I have said who we always go back to consistently. Just to clarify, okay, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong with Blink One Eighty Two um, at all. Um, you really can't. They put on a great show. Yes, they, they so do. Fun. They'll say the most they random, and when they're playing concerts, they'll do. They'll be like group hug, and they run up to Travis on his drum set and give him a hug. At one point, they'll just be like doing nothing. They'll finish the song and then be like, "I want to take a bubble bath with John Elway." <laughs> <laughs> when I saw them, they played the same song twice, once with the lights on and once with the lights off. <laughs> no, nice. they're, they're goofy. They they're turned off all the stage lights and made us all pull out our phones. Little things like that. And they were like, silent <laughs> night. <laughs> Holy Excellent. night. Excellent Tom DeLon impression. Thank you. Us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I put I, on a night. When I first got the iPhone and computer and everything, I ripped all my CDs uh-huh. into the library and loaded them yes. onto my phone. I was amazed at how many Blink-182 albums I had. Nice. I have all of them. They're consistent, really right? Good. No, yeah. they're always good, always funny. Yeah. Yes. I think one of the first songs we should ever cover in a side project is uh, First Date. Yes. Okay. I always wanted to start a gig with just First Date. What? That'll get people up front. What? Are you playing it right now? What, al- what nice. artist do you own the most of their work? This is tough. Band, singer, rapper, it's, whatever. For me, it's really easy periphery. Okay. Um, the band periphery. They're a gent band, but they're so uh, consistently fun. I just like um, the odd time signatures that they do. They're rough, hard, and fast. Okay. Uh, they're also very funny. They named their their second album. They named Periphery 2. This time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> You nice. can't you can't go wrong with them, nice. um, but there you do have to have a very specific amount of patience, and you have to have a special appreciation for that kind of music, or else every song is going to sound the exact same. Okay, they've gotten a little bit more mainstream um, since. So from yeah. from album to album, you might be able to find a song you like. I don't think there's only you know that uh, that said album uh, this time it's personal is yeah. definitely like my one of my go to albums. Second place would be Slipknot. Slipknot is a very like strong. Okay. Uh, placeholder 
for music I like at least. So, yeah. other than the bands that I've already mentioned and that Daniel has already mentioned, I'm gonna say Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. You have yeah. more of their albums than any other. Or? Yeah, I I, could, uh, I have them on vinyl and CD. That's why I say that. And you know, is we like, collect vinyls. Oh man, we should do a vinyl thing. Woo-hoo! Fucking hipster. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I digress to the yeah, the Panic at the Disco. Yes. I, that's who I kind of hold on this pedestal when I think about the Fallout Boy issue with the way yeah. they changed their sound. Is because Panic at the Disco has stayed consistent throughout time. Panic yeah. at the Disco, I could listen to the newest. Hold, album. okay, that one's a little weird. It's I, garbage. It kind of is. And Sarah thought the same thing, and she loves Panic at the Disco probably just yeah. as much as you do. But on that level, I still love Brendan Urie's poll. In terms of, in I'm terms a big fan of, of can't Panic at the Disco, that one's in frequently in my rotation. Awesome. Anyway. Yeah, no, the the consistency I have to say is on level with Missy Elliott's sound and the way she came. She came and went and then, you know, came back. Yeah. And she was still consistent. I feel like Panic at the Disco, uh, Brendan Urie has maintained that level of, of, of sound and loyalty to his originality. Okay. Cool. But each, with that being said, each album is so different, but still so good and so Panic at the Disco. Yeah. yeah so very so it's Panic consistent yet evolving. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we want from Which our is artists why and musicians. Panic at the Disco has done it better than Fallout Boy because they've stayed consistently good. Exactly. How do you go from you know a, a chorus of "We're going down, down" in an earlier round and "Sugar, we're going down"? Swing it to "So light up, 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 light them up, 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 I'm on fire." That's not creative. That's not blah blah. Let's not make this about Fall Out Boy because I will yeah. go on and I will just, man, they betrayed me so hard and I don't appreciate it. One of the pips are over here. So. Thank you. I don't well, know how well, that ended up there. When I was going through my albums and loading them all onto the computer, the one band that I was surprised to see so many albums of, mm-hmm. they might be Giants. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I have 18 They Might Be Giants albums. I didn't know anyone put out 18 albums. They put out like closer to 30. Who's They Might Be Giants? Oh, the podcast is growing long and I just can't get it. <laughs> they Might Be Giants is a alternative kind of quirky band from They do Mama's Room. I don't mm-hmm. believe so. I'm not sure. Do you, did you guys ever watch Tiny Toon Adventures? When oh, yes. Hey. Yeah. Do you remember Birdhousing Your Soul yeah. episode and Particle Man? That's They Might Be Giants. Okay. Cool. I can dig that. That okay. was off of their album Flood that came out. Okay. You Please. saw the Tiny Toons and the Animaniacs and all that, except Freakazoid is on Hulu, right? Yes. So Why wouldn't Freakazoid be back? I don't know. I don't know. There's, They're probably saving that for I'm a rainy it, day. Man. There's an awesome song that they do on one of their early, or later albums mm-hmm. called When Will You Die? <laughs> and it's just basically going off about an enemy and it's Awesome. I'm going to play wow. it for you after the show. Okay. So That's cool. When we're outside, I'll play I'm going to play a song that uh, DJ Axel found for us by Attila. Nice. It's called Pizza. Nice. I know of Attila. Yep. Sweet. We're going to listen to that. We're going to go listen to some music now because we're we're about at our cap here. So yep. true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Cody. Go back to the beginning and find out all the plugs because I'm not going to go over it all again. Thank you very much. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Have a wonderful day. It's Levier Thaw.